All right, everybody, welcome to today's Friedman podcast from Bass Pro Shops here in Rancho Cucamonga. Wow, it is so great to be with you all. I love Bass Pro Shops. It is such a wonderful place. I've had my morning briefing coffee, and I've got a backup over here also in case I need some more to get me through. But we've got a great show, and we're going to start with an incredible guest who's been on an incredible journey, Kevin Brannon. My man, how are you, my friend? Man, I am living the dream. I'm up here with you. Bass Pro Shops chasing my dreams. Look at that. That's pretty neat. Uh, yeah, it's funny I got you my story here, but you're a big part of my story. You were the first person. I started doing a TV show called Real Anglers Fishing Show, and I seen this guy on Facebook, and I reached out, and he said, you know what? Go ahead and send me your, uh, send me your DVDs. I'll take a look. And we had just started taking kids fishing. We were doing real anglers kids fishing days uh, at the time before we had our 501c3. But you gave me my first shot, man, and gave me an opportunity to, to get myself out there and believe what I was working on was possible. And I really, really appreciate that. And man, you have made me beyond proud with all the great work you're doing, especially with kids. It is absolutely fantastic. And it's so important. Like, I can look at these guys. Uh, you start pointing out kids to me and parents that are taking their kids to the great outdoors and they get it they understand that your kid consuming TikTok 24 7 is not healthy yeah and getting them outdoors i thank you all for doing that you're a big part of that also yeah well we also like to teach a family clinic style so when i started my tv fishing show i started working on sport boats when i was like 11 years old i snuck onto the dock until they would kick me off every day and they finally gave me a job as a pinhead, right? And then I would take phone numbers at the Port Miami Sport Fishing and a lot of the people that lived in that area weren't even taking advantage. A lot of the area codes are 818-661. It wasn't the 805 where I lived at. So when I thought about my concept of getting just regular people fishing, that's why it's called Real Anglers Fishing Show, to Real Guppies is just the educational part of people catching that that first memory catching that first fish, man. And whether some people, maybe the kids before, this is even before there was TikTok, right? P people are so wrapped up in the everyday rat race of just going to work every day and not spending that time fellowshipping. And I would say for the price it costs to go to an amusement park or a ball game, you could jump on a boat or get a self-guided tour and catch a memory. You don't have to be a professional to enjoy our, our industry, but it can be quite intimidating right you see all of that gear and why right. you get started and guys we don't like to ask for help or directions do we you ever try to put together a crib or something so if i was able to break those barriers down and just get people to slow down understand the whole um catching us an experience catching a memory our first book's called catch a memory not catch a monster and there's a dad with his kids on there because Beautiful we wanted title. to just showcase that it's not about being in an exotic location or using gear that you can't afford using terminology that you don't know uh, but if you went out there and fellowship and spend that time together in the outdoors and got over the um, insecurities of learning how to get started, which I taught people on the sport boats, you watch them smile, man, and have a great time. It didn't matter if the fish was this big. Something about pulling on the line and catching it and figuring out how to tie your own knots and problem solving. Watching dolphins go by or pelicans. I lie to the kids and tell them that they're pterodactyls. Like, look at the pterodactyls. Like, no, 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 they're not. But anyway, but, that, but, but when you're out fishing, there's no such thing as a lie. It's just an exaggerated story, right? <laughs> it was this big. So I kind of like wrap all that into the idea of just getting people fishing. We started taking kids out in my area, man, because I grew up without a dad. You know, my dad unfortunately overdosed when he got out of prison. My brother's dad was a prison dad. So we didn't have anybody to take us out. And in the area that I live in, that's common. So when I would take my kids out fishing and other kids in our neighborhood would be like, I wish somebody would take me fishing. I remember I used to have to dig in the trash can, get a drop line on Port Wyoming Pier, look for a hook on the floor, look for the little mackerel hearts in the, in the uh, cutting 
uh, tables on the pier. That was the best bait. I would hook a little mackerel heart and drop my drop line, pull it up and catch me a mackerel. And then I'd work my way to the landing, uh, fishing there the same way until I got a job as a pinhead and the rest is kind of history. So coming from that background, I mean, your dad OD'd and, and you come from that background. How much credit do you give to the outdoors and fishing for helping you to maintain a, a healthy lifestyle and stay on the right track of life? <laughs> well, I, I veered, you know. Yeah, I'm sure, sure we all do. Veer I off, you know? Like a big boat on the ocean, sometimes the current will take you, but you got to get back in the direction. But the fishing community is definitely like a fraternity, right? A lot of guys that are down there that there's a generation of deckhands and pinheads that were those same kids in those areas that, that found their way fishing. And it was also my mom knew I was safe on the boat. So she let me go to continuation high school so I could work on boats. She knew that's what I loved doing. I had my own insecurities and problems in school reading, uh, traveling. We lived in a lot of motels, so I would go to different schools. I, my education stunk, so I would go ditch school and go to the pier. And uh, she let me go to continuation school and work on a sport boat, so that way she knew I was safe. I was putting money in my pocket. You know, she knew I loved what I was doing. Uh, the worth ethic that I got of, you know, you're 12 or 13 years old working on a boat. But you're, you're, they're teaching you like a man. You got to pull that anchor. Yeah, right. You know, like right. It's, it's funny. So, you know, playing poker at the end of the day, losing all $12 that I made as a pinhead, you know, playing the house game on <laughs> the Valuable experience. lesson, right, about right. gambling. Right, a little bit. But, uh, hey, some days I came home and I tripled it up. But the experiences, man, and, and, and the peace of mind that I get, that's why in my brand I teach that. It is therapeutic for some of us to go out there and, and be on the water and fellowshipping. I do photography. I call it... Uh, um, leave your worries behind because when you're out on the water or you're out in nature somehow you really leave our memories behind yeah you know so that's the really image that I want to portray it helped me um, fishing it gave me led me to be an educator right look at the kid that couldn't read is writing books going into schools educating people but from a bigger grandstand of thinking of where I came from the joy that I had of teaching watching first-time anglers catch that fish yes and then the family engagement part again not having a family teaching other you know one day I want to have a family I got kids now right and I'm able to fellowship with them the same way you know just because um, I did maybe you know that that was an opportunity for us to be a family together something we could do and then show other kids in our neighborhood the same thing you know and just getting other dads or parents that are so busy to slow down for 10 or 15 minutes and take your kid to the pier you know and and I think you hit on something really important as parents I think you want to throw as much stuff at your kids and see what they're good at and see what they like I know as a young man growing up, I didn't want to read until I found like a sport fishing magazine, right. and then I wanted to read. And as a teacher, I've taught, uh, I don't have a teaching credential because I taught in Catholic schools, and then I spent three years in China teaching, I taught in Costa Rica and Mexico for a few years. Um, you've got to like look at those students and find some way to make this interesting and fun. Right. And then they become little sponges and they want to soak it all up. So that's what we call them. They're all little sponges, the kids. So when we take them out fishing on the pier and they see other kids, our first uh, guppies, the what we call real guppies, I would give my kids a, a camera and let them film other kids fishing and we would cut that into the TV show. It was called the guppy cam. And uh, that's how we got the name guppy. But the kids seeing other kids trying it, not having fear, cutting bait, you know, uh, trying to pull a crab net, touching the crabs, touching everything. They were little sponges. And if we pulled back and didn't limit their growth, let them explore, you would see them grow. And then taking that, like you say, that teaching lesson to the TV show or back on the boats where people come out and fish and we're catching rockfish. But I, I, I make a joke. I tell them on the boat, the new timers, I said, you'll be a professional before Bob Barker spins the big wheel. That means about like 10 o'clock, you're gonna be a pro because that's usually when he spends the big Yeah, game. right. But uh, just giving them that confidence, right? Letting them know that we're there to help them and watch them put the hook on, baiting it, catching a fish, and that, you know, then by the time they're dropping down their line and 
get to their first, second, or third backlash, but they're figuring it out. And, uh, and again, by the end of the day, they're slapping high fives with me, you know, thanking me for showing them that. And then next time, you know, they're having an enjoyable experience and they're going to come back the next time. They're going to come into Bass Pro and get the gear that they want, some Daiwa gear, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I had to plug. Um, but they're going to feel confident to go out there and try the next, you know, maybe go long range fishing. They're going to talk about later. But if we could just educate them on the basics. And so our pair fishing days are family engagement educational program days, we call it. Not just we take kids fishing or at risk youth like myself where I started. But, you know, we work with Girl Scouts, Cub Scouts. You've been in this a long time. I'm sure you've worked with different people that all want to try. It could be a different culture. Yes. Maybe fishing just isn't traditionally what your family did. We're not all John Smith uh, descendants, you know. But, you know, I live in Ohio. I live by Ohio. I don't ride a horse. I mean, I can't, but I don't know where to get the gear. So that's the same kind of teaching method I use for first-time anglers, family engagement, the single, whole experience. Single mothers that oh, you know, yeah. don't want to fish or don't, but they can see the value of it for their kids. Exactly, and they'll come up to some of the testimonial. They used to maybe deal with their dad, and they wanted to do it again, but they needed this program to get them started again because, again, it's just something you hear different stories. I used to do this. I'd love to do it. Thank you for showing us how to do it again. So how do kids participate in this? What do they do? Can these kids? Everybody. And I even tell Perfect. people there's a kid in all of us. You don't have to be a kid. You know, if you want to just come out and try to catch a fish with us, we do a, on the fourth Sunday of every month at the Port Wainimi Pier up in the Channel Islands area. We offer a free kid fishing day um, and you just show up. Uh, we always have enough fishing poles and we, we pull crab nets, our Promar gear, another plug. We pull our crab nets with Promar and they get a chance to get hands on because again, if you just like sit there and say wait for the fish to bite the old day, it does get boring. They are going to go back to TikTok or do something else. Right. We really keep them engaged and then um, they get a chance to have the responsibility of an angler. We get to measure the crab so they got species identification and know if they catch a big enough fish that they can take it home and eat it. But we do it on the fourth Sunday of every month from 8 to 1130. If you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, we do a lot of our posting there. Uh, we're at the beach. You can make a full day of it. You can come up and pack a picnic and try it. But the object and the idea is, again, to teach them so that they can start this recreational tradition on their own. Yeah, right. And so is it Real Guppies on Facebook? Yep. Is that where you want to go? Real, real Guppy Outdoor. That's R-E-E-L. We keep it real, real anglers, real guppies, uh, real anglers. We do have some information on our on our uh, table over here, some flyers, um, but it's the fourth uh, Sunday. Check us out on YouTube, Real Anglers Fishing Show or Real Guppy Outdoors. It's Real Anglers is my TV show that started the kid fishing program with the resources I had. And then now it's like under one thing we call Real Angler Network. And I'm glad that you're doing the pure fishing thing because a little later today, my son Philip is going to be here and we're going to talk about surf fishing. Yeah. And once you make the investment of getting the rod and reel, it's pretty cheap to do that. And so I know sometimes sport fishing boats can be a little expensive, mm -hmm. but man, you can do the pure thing. You don't even need a license or you can do the surf fishing where you do need a license or you can go grunion hunting. Yeah. There's so much out there for kids and families yep. and you don't have to spend, you know, a lot of money to do it yeah and a lot of that stuff you could you could use different areas right so if you get a pier setup or a surf setup you could still use that in the lake probably the same similar thing you would use for trout fishing surf fishing pier fishing um even some of these little local ponds where you can go out and do some fishing in a stocked pond you know most of that stuff would transfer over you know four or six pound gear something like that maybe up to 12. yeah but one once you get your your initial setup then you can start adding to it, you know, and it, like you say, it, it's it's going to last you a while. Now, when you do want to get into it and maybe you're getting saltwater fishing and freshwater, you might need better components, but just a regular basic combo setup, a couple of our YouTube videos and you're, uh, you're good to go. And again, like I say, it transfers over and you have other guys here that are guides and services. And if you don't know where to get started, 
they will take you out and walk you through that process too for a couple hundred bucks, you know? Like the old Visa commercial, what does it cost, you know? Some of the stuff is priceless, you know? Go out and, and live a little bit and, and experience some stuff, get some dirt under the nails, smell the smell of the worms in the morning, even the smell of the ocean in the morning. There's a lot more to it than, than all the geeky, nerdy stuff with the fishing gear that you get wrapped up in as the experience. So if you don't know what you're doing and it's still intimidating, then go invest in some good time and uh, get yourself a guide or, or service, you know? Yeah, you're so, you're so right about um, some of the memories I have. You know, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to do a lot of crazy stuff, like take the ball out for tip-off at a Laker game Seen and that? do all this stuff. But I, I always go back to remembering times fishing, pretty yeah. much. Those well, are the most important things, especially if I say to my kids, those two schmucks over there, if I say, hey, kids, come on over and we'll sit on the couch today and we'll talk for six hours. And yeah. they'll say, like, uh, no, I don't think so. But if I say, hey, let's go fishing, yeah. well, inevitably, we end up talking for six hours. So it's, it brings you together. Yes, yeah, that bonding, the fellowshipping part. You know, just to give you credit, man, following in your footsteps, you know, when I seen you, I seen your stuff, you doing that. But that's what it comes to when it comes to being a servant, man. You know, you're a servant and an educator. So you didn't get to the Laker game because you fish. You got to the Laker game because you were serving. You were helping your community. And those are the kind of things that I see that make me continue to do what I want to do. So I'm going to give you a little bit of credit. Uh, you know, you're giving you know, me a really big head it's okay, now. Calm but, down. But, but I, you know, I don't want to get... <laughs> so again, if you guys are out there and you think about doing something like servancy work, man, in a way that you could be impactful in, in your backyard and help out in areas like I did, you know, I just want to throw that to our audience because there might be something that you're good at to be impactful that you could help be a servant and you'll see where to take you, man. You're on the stage with the guy that gave you the first time out and it's all just because of seeing the things that you did previously you're too kind to me that's fine but again this little kid might hear it next or that kid or somebody else in the audience and if i feel like if i don't say it just to get it out there you never you never know what seeds we could plant you know all right i'll give you that 20 at the end of the uh, show that i owe you <laughs> for that and this guy right here i don't know if you recognize him and he doesn't even know i'm pointing at him right now i'm pointing at captain danny kadoda and danny has done it all in fishing but I'll tell you, just shake your head, yes or no, Danny, am I right? <laughs> just say yeah. He takes his granddaughter fishing. That's the most important thing he does. Uh, yeah, so there it is. That's I mean, it, man. And he's got a freaking 20-pound bass over here that you can come over and see. And, and that doesn't mean anything to him in terms of those moments he spends with his granddaughter. Yeah. You're on the right track. Yeah, it's the memories, man, and that's why we try to incorporate. I work at Channel Island Sport Fishing. I still cook because the nonprofit doesn't pay all my bills yet. Right. Or the fishing show. So I cook on a boat two days a week, and I never lose the excitement of teaching people to fish the first time or catching that first time memory because I know when you get on a boat, you could be intimidated. Here's my rod. Here's my bag of sinkers I bought. I don't know what I'm doing. And if it's your day off and, and you're coming out for an experience the first time, all the party boats for the most part are those guys are going to be that same way because that's what I was taught, right? You talked about the fraternity of how we teach people to come back out. It's our livelihood and want to make that. So again, if you are a little intimidated or shy, how do I get on a, a, a boat? Do I start in the morning on a late boat? There's They'll answer those questions for you, you know? Don't let it overwhelm you. Can a captain like this probably loves, besides his granddaughter, is just seeing other people experience oh, absolutely. it and absolutely. walking through the process to make sure that you don't just hook yourself a couple of times, but you're probably going to once or twice, but that's learning. Yeah, But absolutely. how to overcome that, overcome the problem solving of fishing, have a great time, and then come back and do that again and again. A hundred percent. You know, I've watched your progress. I remember when you first reached out to me, and you were in your infancy, and now you have become this person in the industry who I am very, very proud to know and very proud to call a friend. And man, you've done such a great job, Kevin. Way to go. And I think part of the reason why you have is because you've been on a little bit of a rough journey yourself. Mm -hmm. I have too. 
and you you see the value of this you love this and you can see how good it is especially for kids a couple of things man when you come up that way you definitely get self-reliant you figure out how to figure for things out just like fishing and number two i found my passion man do servant work right sure i do a tv show but when you combine those things together of you know, the work that you love to do and the passion whatever it is that you're not going to give up or quit you're going to again like fishing you're going to come a couple of hurdles you're going to lose a couple lures i always tie to tie in my metaphors but you know you're going to find those things and then you're going to overcome them and that's part of fishing you figure out what works what doesn't work something that worked once might work again later your old favorites and then that's how you kind of keep climbing um work that's helped me stay in this game so long is the passion that i have the fun and uh again and, and seeing other people it, it, enjoying the same thing that i love doing you know absolutely hey if anybody out there has a question raise your hand and you can come up a little bit closer so us old guys can actually hear you i'm going to ask you do you have a website and how yeah. can people get in touch with you so we have and then you've got a little booth over here so folks can come visit you also right yep so our one of our websites is real guppy outdoors and real anglers fishing show they both spelled r-e-e-l we do have our new um our new flyer here and it's like a little smart tv on the back so you can hit all of our channels we do a podcast you just zap it and it'll take you to our website and you can check out our videos or you can see about the real guppy outdoor program a quick community cat video it's about a one minute video of all the stuff that i do um again so you can check it out but stop by I'll answer any questions um and those are our websites real anglers fishing show and real guppy outdoors by the way, I'm not one of those guys who's afraid to admit he doesn't know how to do anything because I pretty much don't know how to do anything when it comes to a car or anything. Yeah. One time we were in Mexico, I got a flat tire. We were pulling up to uh, a, like a real small town and my wife looks at me. She knows me well enough. She's from Costa Rica. She goes, do you know how to change a tire? And I go, watch. We pull in, got the flat tire. I walk out, walk to the back of the car. A guy's going by on a motorcycle and I go, hey, senor. <laughs> And he comes over and I go, here's 20. That's how you change a tire. Yeah, I got AAA. He, he got me all taken care of. He get, walked out of there with shirts and hats and everything else. So, yeah. Well, that, all that says <laughs> is just see how even we know it all still ask for help. Yeah. You know, I got AAA. They laughed at me. I was an exterminator and I wouldn't change my own tire. I'd call AAA to fix it. And they were like, why do you do that? I'm like, I just, I don't feel comfortable with tools. It falling on me fixing it. So learn to ask for help too but yeah man uh we don't got to know everything we just got to know what we know hey one more thing uh there's another couple guys i want to introduce everybody to because they kind of go hand in hand with your whole program captain eddie leland is right here and eddie does a tremendous amount in our communities for kids he's a great guy and joe russo this man right here joe you should stand up and take a bow joe you got to come over and see his new invention for bluefin tuna later it's really really awesome couple kids out here this guy Michael Limon the executive producer man is there anything you like more than fishing Michael other than doing homework probably that's <laughs> number one right yeah I mean it it's just something that's so healthy my hats off to you for all the good you do I'm so proud of all the progress you've made I have very little to do with that you give me way too much credit but man you and you have done such a great job. I'm so proud of you. Well, you never know who you're auditioning for, you know? So again, if you pass the torch and I see the examples that others have set, and I'm able to set that same example wherever I come from, that's what I look at it as, man. You never know who you're auditioning for, who you could be inspiring, who could be encouraging, and uh, that's where I leave it at, you know? And that, let God do his work from there, like, you know? So you can be very instrumental in people's lives and don't even realize it just by, just by serving. So I'll just say that. Kevin Brandon, everybody. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Make sure you visit him at the end of this, and thank you so very Hold much, on. my friend. We got to take a group photo. A group yeah, do a that. Groupie.
Here, you got to come on this side, Phil. Oh, me? Yeah, All everybody. Right. We're going to take your groupie. Hey, okay? if I trip and fall, make sure you get a video so I can put it on TikTok. All right, everybody smile back there. All and, right. And just, just to say, this is a dream come true. I used to sneak in here before I had these books, and I'd hand them out, and I'd put them in the kids' section, and I'd tell my kids, one day we're going to be here. So this is like a dream come true. I really would hide them in here and be like, one day we're going to be in here. And the next year, hopefully, we'll have our Guppy Ranger program over there. So, again, if you got dreams and passions, go after them, okay? Never give up. Give me a hug, buddy. Good job. Congratulations, man. Good job. Thank you. Great job. Uh-oh, here comes our technician now, my son Philip, everybody. How does this work? Just give me the mic. Oh, yeah. Nature Tours and Whale Watching is located at 22nd Street Landing in beautiful San Pedro, California. She does 25 knots and can put you on whales and other marine life within minutes of departure. And it's your own private group. Up to eight people can go on board the Judith Ann and witness the gray whale migration, blue whales, humpback whales, sea lions, pods of dolphin, and so much more. It is such a unique way to see the brimming marine life off the Southern California coast. Captain Tom Doerr has been doing this for decades, and he will put you right in the middle of an adventure that you will remember for a long time to come. It's the Judith Ann Nature Tours and Whale Watching out of 20. 20- Second Street Landing in beautiful San Pedro.